Welcome back, everyone, to Total Not Stop Impact. Impact Talk for Impact fans right here on the YouTube and the Twitch and wherever you get your podcast audio worldwide, baby. Oh, my God. Number one, wow. We, you know, it's... It feels good when you start out on a real positive note and you're not even live yet and you already got a couple super stickers to thank people for. Thank you, everybody. We got Courtney. We got, hold on, I don't want to miss anybody. Bell's boy, Brian Field. Thank you for the stickers and the tips so far. My goodness. And if you didn't think that was crazy, we've got Simply Steve from across the pond joining us. And it's like... What time is it, Steve? Tell us. It's just gone four in the morning. Four. I mean, your 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 roosters are going to be crowing soon. What the hell, dude? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care who joins us. I appreciate it. Obviously, it's a Saturday night, so you got a mixed audience, and you never know who's going to show up here in the TNI zone. So. Um, man, what a rad show tonight. I mean, a little bit of everything. I mean, we had, we had some surprises. We had some shocking moments, especially at the end. Um, Bullet Club is, shall we say, ever evolving. (laughs) Mm. Got, had to represent, had to represent, um, it's exciting. It's so exciting. Um, well, shall we start it? Oh, Justin Miller. Justin Miller with the super sticker. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Um, so overall, Steve, uh, before we dive into this, mm-hmm. uh, what did you think of the show overall? Did it was it satisfying? Was it I mean, did it feel big enough? Was the hype real? What did you think? I think if you paid, if you if you didn't have Impact Plus or you didn't have YouTube Insiders and you just went out and paid for this event solely, I think you you feel like you got your money's worth. I think it was a damn good show from start to finish. Oh hell yeah, yeah! I watched it on the YouTube, and I know sometimes the YouTube is a little wonky. You know, I've heard you know mm. in the beginning when they first got that going, but this was yeah, this felt smooth as pie. You know, it really yeah. was. And, yeah, there was um, the odd hiccup here and there, but you're going to get that. And but the 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 product, the product itself, the wrestling, um, and all that. Yeah, uh, you, every single match delivered. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd say now. Sadly, I can't. I mean, now I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch this. See what I came in late. I came in about between ten to fifteen minutes late at about the 14 minute mark and the X division match was just finishing. So I just caught the last like 30 seconds of the match, Mm. but I, I was looking at the chat while I was, you know, getting myself situated, drink, snack, whatever. And Mm. um, the chat was just, erupting about the X division match. Why don't you talk about the X division match? Cause I, re- I mean, besides the finish, which was great. We had Jake, something is the new number one contender, but beyond that, oh. I really can't say much. So go ahead, Steve. 
Oh, sorry, I was on the um, the, the pre-match ex-title match. Ex-title match. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Give us, you know what? And I didn't see those either. Give us the results on um, on whatever happened on the pre-show because I missed it. Yeah. Well, no, we had um, Trey coming back and defending against John Schuyler, didn't we? Um, which it was great to see both men because we haven't seen trace the last set of tapings and it seems like we've seen very little of skylar so it was great to see both men get a um get make a return and this was a damn good match you know both men ma matched up really well with each other and the bits we saw from skylar in this gave me that inkling of what we saw from macklin in the x division we could see that from skylar in the x division i think so hopefully this leads to something yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Skylar's underrated. I, you know, it's if you're not jumping on the Skylar train yet, you know, and there's a lot of people in our our little group, especially on our Discord. By the way, if you're not in the TNI Discord, that invite is in the description of the video. Make sure you're checking that out. Um, always something going on, and um, mm. so yeah, yeah. Get get yeah. on that Skylar Trey. We we love Trey. Don't get me wrong. But. Oh yeah, yeah. He's doing a great job as being the as the current X Division champion, and you're seeing more and more character come out of him as every match goes on, which yeah. you know is is great. Um, you know, and he's he's really be going to be that next sort of wrestler that I think propels to that next level. I think. Yeah. Yeah, so what else? Uh, what 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 was the next match that happened? Uh, the other one, which I still, I'm, I'm still not sure on how this was booked or why this was booked. It was Tennille versus Havoc. It seems a very strange one. On yeah, a very strange one. Oh, it's. I'm gonna guess. Oh, almost had a sneeze. Sorry. It, <laughs> I think it's because neither one made the last set of tapings. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they couldn't be around to help out with anything. So it just kind of gave them a chance to, Hey, we're still yeah. here. You know, here's a, here's mm -hmm. a match, you know? Yeah. And, that makes and, sense. It, and it, it just kind of shows big picture wise. It shows that the knockouts tag team division is still alive and well yet havoc yeah. representing decay you had Tennille Dashwood representing the influence. So it's not a tag match, which I it, I think they actually should have. I thought that mm -hmm. would have been better. But you only have so much time. So yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing that um, I think it was Ray Walt said um, that kind of slightly worried me was he mentioned that the inspiration were not there that night. And I'm hoping that doesn't mean that they're also not going to be there the next couple of nights of the, and miss and you know because this influence inspiration oh, seems to be oh, here there geez. here there so i really hope that that isn't a well i know i know they didn't have a match yeah Wait, they they didn't they weren't scheduled for a match were they no no we really no, thought it was building to something but they weren't they didn't schedule anything but right they just had like the behind the scenes stuff mm. with uh madison rain basically caleb is the story there um but no they didn't have it so I, I i wouldn't put too much on that but hopefully yeah. i'm sure they were in the building they just didn't show them so yeah 
Yeah, yeah. Ho- although they did, they did call Caleb and cause the, discre- the, the distraction for the win. So that is yeah. still building. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything else on the pre-show of uh, importance? Um, that was pretty much it. And then they did obviously announce the option of listening to the alternate commentary. Oh, okay. For the, uh, the the ladies, right? It was yeah. the uh, it was uh, Victoria, aka Tara, mm. depending on you know where you watched yeah. her. Um, SoCal, yeah, SoCal Val, yeah, and, SoCal Val so Tracy and, and Tracy Brooks, Mister uh, Mister Trent's. That's one of Trent's OG fave knockouts. Mm. Yeah, Whew. and that'd be interesting to hear, you know. Yeah. I, I bought the alternate one, but I listened to the main one like this time. So I'm going to listen to the alternate one another time. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm wondering how it is. Like, is it is it you're watching the same show and you hear the ladies, or are you watching the ladies react to this show? I, I I'm not sure I how they did it. I assume it will be the action, and they they've done it like backstage. You know, like 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 it would have been done uh, before they like in lockdown. I hope so. I assume that's how they done it. Okay. All right. So it sounds it sounds like we have a front row bill joining us mm. within the next uh, half hour or so. So we'll we'll take our time with this because we definitely want to get him get him in on this and get his thoughts about being there live and, and whatnot. So sounds like he's on his way back to the motel. Um, all right. So that's the pre-show stuff. But yeah. I definitely want to go back and watch that. I felt bad. I missed it, but I just couldn't, uh, could, didn't have time to see it tonight. So um, the fatal four away for the number one contendership of the X division title. Yeah. Chris Bay. Uh, Ace Austin, Mike Bailey, Jake something. Jake something wins this one. This, And I'm so happy for him, mm-hmm. honestly, because I don't think anyone from our – like we did some – we did like a preview after the last show, um, the review on Thursday, and we all kind of went around the horn and, and talked about each match a little bit and, and picked who – you know, like the official prediction, the the official unofficial predictions of TNI, and <laughs> I don't think anybody picked Jake. We we love Jake though. You know, it just mm. he just feels kind of like out of Lost. the mix right now. Like he gets some wins, but he gets some losses. So it's like nothing's you know. Yeah, no, we we, we we were the same. You know, over at TNI UK, we we kind of just we kind of just looked at this match and thought it's a match where Jake is in just to be in a match because that kind of feels where he's been lately, you know, just in, just been put in a match so he can say he's in a match, sadly. Um, and when he got the win, uh, uh, I was, I was so pleased for him because you, again, you hope that this is the start for something new um, and, and, a, and a direction for him because He's someone where when he when him when the dean is split, you hope that was 
the start and sadly hasn't had that push for push that he needed but this was a great this was a great match and as as Ray Walt said every every person had a different style to them which really helped it click yeah 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 and uh this this takes me back to when Rohit was champion and Jake came out as like part of an open challenge and mm. those two absolutely tore the house down. Yeah. So it's cool that they it's cool match. that they hadn't forgotten about that. So Oh yeah. So the there's the, the 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 spirit of Rohit is still floating through the impact zone it feels like <laughs> so yeah we'll we'll have to see it and it looks like uh a build up later i didn't i don't think i wrote down when this happened but i i do know that later when uh mean gia miller was uh talking to jake mm. and then uh what's the ace austin was yeah. talking against him and then Trey was there. So it sounds like there's going to be an, uh, a tag match on yeah. Thursday between those two. There was there was some weird sort of, there was a few weird bits. Like I got, uh, when, when Trey came in and was speaking to to um, to Jake to begin with, I kind of got a moment where I'm like, is Jake going to turn heel? You know, he, he kind of gave that vibe where he, he didn't appreciate how Trey was talking to him. Um, and I, I'll be honest, I have no idea what they're going with Ace here. You know, Ace is kind of coming in and trying to um, make friends with Mike Bailey. Then he's kind of... Oh, kind that's of, right. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what, what they're going with with Ace at the moment. It, it feels like he's trying to be like the manipulator like EY is and just kind of click everything into how he wants it. But I don't, uh, I can't work out how he's, how he's planning it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I almost forgot about that, that he was talking to Mike Bailey later. And so it's actually sounds like it's going to be Ace and Bailey versus Jake and Trey. Mm. That's going to be crazy. So, you know, Ace is trying to lead uh, speedball Mike Bailey to the dark side, if you will. <laughs> it could be very entertaining to watch. <laughs> oh, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. The, the match, I absolutely can't wait. Yeah, they're gonna kill it because um, Mike Bailey. If if you're not jumping on that train right now, man, hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. I I saw him like five years ago before he got. Um, it was it was back when uh, Flow Slam was around. I saw him in some match. I don't know what it was. But I became a fan of his back then, and I haven't seen him for five years. So this, so this is tremendous to see him again. So, all right, let's go on to the next one. So yeah, so Jake, something is your new number one X division uh, contender. Next, uh, now I saw most of this match. Uh, I missed a little bit of it because I was still getting situated here watching it. Uh, Jonah versus Black Taurus. Uh, what'd you think of this? This was the definition of the um, irresistible object meeting the uh, immovable force, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> you know, total horse fight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're two big men that can move in, you know, and you, you could have you could have quite easily had this as the X Division match. 
the way that both met, both men move, it was it was mighty impressive. And I'd go as far as to say this is the most that Joe, we have seen Jonah tested since his match with Josh Alexander. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, there was yeah, a few I... moments in there where I thought Jonah's looking really shook up, and I think we all felt Jonah was going to win this, but there were a few moments in there where you thought, could it happen? Yeah. Yeah, Jonah's uh, Jonah's on quite the streak. I mean, I don't know how long he's sticking around. I thought I heard Rebellion, but I wasn't sure if this was his last match. But I'm not, you know, I don't want him to leave, by all means. I just know yeah. his, when it was announced that he was coming into Impact Wrestling, there was a certain timetable that he was only going to stick around till. But we certainly want him to stay longer. I mean, yeah. I haven't heard I haven't heard anything negative about him. Yeah. The guys. I mean, he put something out about um, the Josh Alexander situation, didn't he? And said, uh, you know, I want match two. So, you know, hopefully he sticks he sticks around long enough that we can get match two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if Josh comes back within the next you know month or so, if we can get this whole visa issue cleared up and get the contract back, mm. and um. Then they start building up to the comeback of Josh Alexander. He becomes champ sooner rather than later. And then we get the big Josh versus Jonah match. That'd be, mm. oh, that'd be yeah. amazing. I will say on the match, I was very surprised nothing happened afterwards. I, I had in my head that Decay, given how this match was all set up and that, that Decay were going to do something afterwards. Oh, like they were going to swarm him or something? Yeah. They weren't even out there, were they? No, they were not even out there. Huh. That's very interesting. Yeah. Huh. But Jonah gets the win here. Uh, tremendous big guy match. Then they, um, I mean, Taurus is a big guy that he does a little bit of lucha stuff. He, he's mm -hmm. he can he can move for a big guy. I mean, both oh, yeah. these guys can. So, so yeah. Great stuff. Jonah wins here. Now, next we had Jay White versus Eric Young. One of what I think is one of the, the, the dark horse matches of the night as far as like what you're, you're looking for something different and exciting. It's this because I, this is another one I really want to stick around. I want Jay White to stick around as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah, no, completely agree. And for me, it was just, if not my match of the night, at least one of them. Uh, am I the only one who was very surprised that this was the third match of the card? I thought this would be a lot later in the night. Um, yeah, the, the matches were spread out differently. You mm. know, you, you had a couple... You had a couple knockouts, you know, matches spread around, uh, you know, even one on the pre-show, which is great to see, you know, yeah. three, three knockouts matches on, on the card. Not, not a bad deal. Not a bad deal. Oh no. Yeah. And you had, you know, plenty of, you know, bullet club, you know, two sweetness, you know, around. So you yeah. had all, all sorts of stuff on this card. It was, yeah. it was wild. Yeah. Even, even intergender between Matt and Jordan. We'll get to that in a bit. Yeah, yeah, but no, they did. Yeah, like you say, they did balance out really well. 
I mean, I thought both men looked really, really good in this match. I mean, EY controlled 80% of this match, didn't he? I'm just reading the chat here for a second. Um, yeah, great, uh, great stuff here with uh, Jay White. And um, I, I haven't seen him as a singles guy in a while. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to this one. And and Eric Young, man, what a what a what a veteran to have on the roster, you know? Yeah. It's, Jeez, Louise. It's still criminal that they couldn't find anything to do with him over in the yeah. Oh, it just that that speaks volumes. When you've yeah. got someone like him that's literally done <coughs> excuse me. That's literally done everything from your 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 comedy intergender stuff. He can do it all to the X division to being a world champion um t- tag team specialist. He's literally done everything. And if you can't figure it out, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Just crazy. Um but yeah, it's th- this was a blast. Um, great, great way to integrate Jay White into into this roster, you know, and hopefully, I mean, he's on the roster page now. Yeah, yeah. So him and God have been on there for a little while, haven't they? So you have a feeling they're sticking around for a little bit. I'm, I'm really hoping so, especially with the changes in the Bullet Club that we saw later. Mm. It, fe- it even feels more now like the Bullet Club is not just a couple week thing and an yeah. impact wrestling. I, it really feels like it's got a foothold now. I sort of have my out, out there theory, but yeah, that's probably never going to happen. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, yeah, hold yeah, on to that meant, thought. Yeah. We'll get to that. Hold, hold on to that. Uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. So yeah, uh, tremendous match, dark horse match of the night there. A lot of fun to watch. Definitely. Uh, open challenge time. Mm. Deanna Perazzo, the virtuosa, if you will, comes down to the ring in the, dis- the utter disrespect. Doesn't even turn around to see who her her next victim is. She just stands, look, you know, looking at the the camera, back to the stage. Oh, the disrespect. So she's she's holding the uh, Ring of Honor Women's Title and the. Uh, triple a women's title to see who's going to challenge for what championship and we get now there was a lot of names thrown out there i did not hear this name uttered once amongst a lot of fans and that's not to say that this this woman who showed up is not good Mm. but um and i know a little bit about her i've seen a handful of matches i like her um miranda Alize, yeah, showed up, and uh, I felt like really went toe to toe with uh, Gianna Prazo for a while. It wasn't super long, but it was a nice match. Yeah, what did you think of this? Yeah, no, on the on the like, I think everyone was thinking, oh, well, we're going to get someone like a tie of Valkyrie, but I I was expecting a more and no disrespect along the lines of like someone like a Santana Garrett or maybe, you know, a Kimberly, someone along the lower end, not a, um, you know, a Deanna Perrazzo. Um, 
but I, like I say, I've seen a couple of matches of hers in Ring of Honor. Um, not enough to know exactly what she could do, but I mean, she went okay. toe to with Diana. And if Impact were to sign her, I don't think many people who saw this match would have any complaints. You know, she she could really offer a lot to the Knockouts division. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I feel the same way. Um, Mr. Rosario in the chat here. Welcome. Says Taya Valkyrie called out Diana Perrazzo at the AAA event. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that was something that was live tonight during No mm-hmm. Surrender. I know there was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that happened today. There was... Yeah. There was uh, no surrender. There was the AAA event. I'm not sure which one it was. Um, the uh, Elimination Chamber was earlier yeah. today because I was overseas. So, uh, yeah, there was a lot of wrestling yeah. to talk about today. You feel, you feel tire would be something they'd want to say for like a rebellion or something like that, wouldn't you? I think so. I have a feeling. Um, I know she's working on some production stuff right now, so I'm I'm hoping it's stuff that's geared towards impact wrestling, but we'll have to mm. wait and see. You know, you know she's she's been there and done that. Maybe she wants to go to a different stage, you know, and I and I, I can't blame her. I can't blame her. You know, she's been a lot of different places. Thank you for the super sticker, Mr. Punk, aka Eric. Good evening, sir. So, um, yeah, Jordan here says <laughs> Brazos on another level. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is one of the, the top women in wrestling right now. She is special. Um, so, yeah, the, the Ring of Honor women's title was on the line Deanna Peraza wins, successfully defends it. I was kind of hoping we were going to get something surprise at the end here, but mm. we didn't. So no. we're just going to have to – we're going to have to wait and see if mm. um, we get any more surprises during the tapings. Yeah, and we'll for, you, for you fans of Explosion and hoping it might come back, I think Hannafin did drop a spin cycle mention in there. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so Trent, never know. Trent talks about that once in a while. I, I must have missed that. I think it was like Tom. right at the end. So I think it was one of those where, yeah, you kind of watched the match, then gone through everything that they showed on Explosion, and then they saved spin spots, spin cycle for right at the end. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. So, but yeah, this was fun. Um, yeah. It was, we'll see if she sticks around. Maybe this is a one and done, you know. We'll yeah. see. Well, I've got the tapings, so we'll sort of see, won't we, if she appears on the next couple of episodes, whether she stuck around for the tapings, I guess. Yeah, my guess is if she, if she, if they're not going to sign her, and because she was formerly Ring of Honor, mm. um, if they're not going to sign her, maybe they'll put her on a, like a, a BTI match or something. Yeah. Or a DMC something, you know, or um, one of those something for the uh, the Ultimate Insiders, you know, one of those kind of matches or something. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. 
All right, next we've got the DMC match. Matt Cardona defending the Digital Media Championship against former champion Jordan Grace. Um, this was a lot of fun. I was I was hoping we'd get a, a Chelsea Green appearance here, but we did not. Um, this was a lot of fun. What'd you think of this? Yeah, no, you said it. It was it, this was a, this was a great match to kind of break up the break up the pay per view a little bit and give you that bit of bit of fun in the middle middle of the show. Um, I, I I think both um, both wrestlers kind of match up really well, especially with Cardona doing this new gimmick. You've got him playing this cowardly heel and trying match by match by match to bring out more character. And now Jordan given more intensity, which is bringing out that character. So yeah, this match was uh, was absolutely fantastic. It really was. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm sure some people out there aren't happy the way this ended because it was it, Matt Cardona actually won by DQ. Uh, usually one, usually it adds, Jordan... It adds to his cowardness and his kind of heel character, I think. It does. It, it certainly does. It just, we don't see Jordan Grace lose her cool like that that often but she she is pretty how do i say it she's pretty dominant in the ring and once she gets Mm -hmm. going she's hard to stop you know she's uh yeah and i think it was it was okay as well because it was the only dq we got throughout the night you know we did we didn't really get much interference either that there was the odd bump here and there but until the latter part of the night it was pretty clean yeah it was it was it was um so matt cardona is still your dmc champion and i can't wait to see what's next i really i i like the fact that his heel persona in the indies is now finally floating over to impact wrestling and i want it to just escalate like he's they they call him the deathmatch king in the indies because of all the crazy obnoxious stuff he's done in what is that gcw yeah and i want it to just i want it to just grow yeah yeah i say it's gonna take I think they're going to do a slow burn. I mean, obviously, we've seen this heel character of Cardona for a long time, and it's taken a long time to come to impact. So I think they're going to build to that Deathmatch King slowly. Yeah, and and it doesn't have to go to the Deathmatch extent, but oh, yeah. just just that just that level of charisma, yeah. you know? So. And he's all in, in my eyes, he's already more entertaining than he was this time last year. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, he, and if you watch his vlogs, he, he even brings it in his vlogs. Like he's just excited mm-hmm. no matter what he's doing, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, any guesses what he's going to do next? 
far as challengers or i i don't know because i don't know if jordan is gonna say she, you know does she deserve another shot i don't know you know is there is there anything that that is unfinished or not um it all depends who who you know he's basically gonna say keep everyone away from me isn't he he's not gonna go go and challenge anyone so it just depends who walks up to him and says i want a shot right yeah that could that could certainly happen yeah yeah so then we uh then learn uh backstage we see uh it was during an interview i'm sorry i forgot who was the interview but i wrote down uh eddie's out cold backstage so eddie edwards is down and out but apparently he's still breathing so they didn't kill him who 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 did this? Who did this dastardly deed? Simply, Steve. That was a, that was a that was a that was a relief and a nice little touch they added in there. Right. I mean, we certainly had our guesses as far as how this was all going to go down. Um, I didn't mm. think this was going to be the headliner, but they turned it into the headliner, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I didn't <laughs> think it was going to be the headliner, and yeah. So the big reveal shall be revealed. All right, next we've got some tag team action here. This is uh this this is where the show really goes off the rails. Uh <laughs> the impact tag team title match god going after the defending the good brothers or good sisters as they like to call them. <laughs> That always cracked me up, man. That that uh that that Tamatanga, he's cracks me up. Um definitely one of the ones I was looking forward to because uh fans have been waiting for this one for quite quite a while. For like ever since I I feel like GOD's been shooting their mouth off reacting to all the stuff that the Good Brothers are doing. Ever since they hit Impact Wrestling, mm. especially with all the stuff they were doing with Kenny Omega, and the you know they were throwing up the two sweet and the whole um, <laughs> Tu says Goof Brothers. <laughs> that too, that too. They are goofy. It's a nice dose of goofiness. I appreciate that. Um, but they did all sorts of you know implicating they were the new bullet club when kenny was around and mm. um and i i dug that hell did kenny omega even wore more an old halloween bullet club shirt to the ring for that one three-man yeah. match crazy um so yeah did this did, were you excited for this match steve oh yeah i mean you have so much history in this in the match alone before they even get to the ring yeah. And I mean, you could see see it just waiting to boil, and it's just you know, Tamatonga and Carl Anderson instantly in that first second, you know, just kicked over, didn't it? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I was stoked for this uh, yeah. to see God in action against the Good Brothers, and I know a lot of people crap on the Good Brothers and say that they're not not a good tag team, but they they wouldn't have been everywhere and they wouldn't mm -hmm. have held tag titles everywhere they went if they weren't 
you know, they are good. Um, so, so Bay at one point in this match comes down to the ring and distracts Tamatanga. Or how did how did it go? He distracts Tamatanga. Tamatanga gets like like suplexed or whatever outside. It was some big move that happened to Tamatanga. Yeah, I think Tangaloa was outside, weren't he? And I think he or got was it Tangaloa. Yeah, and then Tamatanga was left in the ring, but I think that's that, it. I, you know. So, so yeah, something happened to Tangaloa. I forget exactly what it was. Um, and and then just the way Bay reacted, he took a few steps back mm-hmm. and did the whole. Did I do that? You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Urkel. Damn it, you did do that. You. <laughs> Yeah. His reactions were priceless because it really did look like an accident. Right, right. He's just down there supporting his, 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 you know, his crew. So it just felt like he was going to come down there. It felt like he was going to get involved. But then it completely, seconds later, went the other direction. Jay White is in the middle of the ring. And does his what's his finisher called again? It's like Cody Rhodes finisher, but they call it obviously something else. Yeah, it's um, not it's not the gun stun. It's the someone in the chat's going to give it to me. I'm still new to this whole Jay White thing. Thank you, Critical Sting, the Blade Runner. Thank you. Critical Sting's got it. Ding, ding, ding. Just stick around after the show. We'll give you a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> he gives uh, he gives Tamatanga the Blade Runner, and that gives a chance for Carl Anderson and um, Gallows to come back in and put their finisher on him. And un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. We mm. have the exit of G.O.D. from the Bullet Club and the return of the OGs, the Good Brothers, to the Bullet Club. So you get one OG member out and one OG mem- uh, two OG members back in. Was Gallows an original member? I, I kind of feel like he was. Gallows, Carl mm-hmm. Anderson and Tamatanga were two of the original ones with Prince mm-hmm. Devitt. And yeah. then, oh, God, that big dude. Um, Is it Bad Luck Farley? Yes, like yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it was like those four were like mm-hmm. the original, you know, both. Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it just, you know, it just grew from there. They got yeah. uh ta, 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 tacky tacky he she whatever one of the you know the guy that comes down with all the chicks you got him uh yeah. gallows then left um wherever he left. I don't know if it was when he left TNA and then went to New Japan. Maybe. But um because I'd have to go back and look at the time frame but yeah so it's depending on 
what dates you look at that first, you know, club and, you know, and consider, you know, OGs. Um, yes, Finn Balor. <laughs> Yeah. Prince Devitt, Finn Balor is is the OG, yeah. the OG the starter of, of it all. Yes, um, the to yes, critical sting, the Tokyo Pimp, Taka Takahashi. There we go. That was close. I I screwed up my pronunciation, but yes. Anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, what do you think of the turn of Jay White turning on G.O.D.? Well, I think it was something no one saw coming. Right? Yeah. Um, and it's surprising. Um, I, I'm very interested to see where G.O.D. go from here. Because... I mean, I've said this at nauseam. There have been so many times where it felt like it was the perfect time for to strike on a specific team uh, to take the titles off the Good Brothers, and they didn't go with it. And this felt like that. You wouldn't have got a bigger team than G.O.D. to take the titles off of the Good Brothers. And again, they didn't go with it. So I'm going to be very interested in where G.O.D. go now, you know, are they now going to become the biggest face team on the roster? You know, it's it's going to be very interesting to watch. Um, you know, and Chris Bay as well, even after the turn happened, he still looked very confused. <laughs> so it it's going to be interesting to watch him as well. Wait, wait which one? Um, Chris Bay after the turn happened. Oh, when, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when, when uh, Jay White sort of took took um uh tamatanga down he still looked like uh, okay uh, was that part of the plan uh you know he still looked like he wasn't you know he hadn't been told what the plan was so it's it's going to be interesting to know how much kind of he knows or if it is I just i i think it was just over exaggerating maybe. the, the yeah. same response as the whole did i do that you know it would just yeah. it was just a follow-up from that like mm. oh what's What's I'm, what's happening? What you know? This... Yeah, one thing that crossed my mind while watching it was the recent appearance of Jay White on AEW, and the kind of possible alliance with the Elite and and that, oh. and Jay White actually let, let in an interview that he didn't want groups that his alliances fighting. You know, he wanted them to kind of come together more. Oh. So there could be, you know, even though it's a long shot with how the the relationship ended with the New Japan connection, there could be something through New Japan there, maybe. So do you think it would even go so much as to see the Young Bucks join the Bullet Club in Impact Wrestling for a while? So I don't know whether it would be Impact or I don't know, but there's a possible way that he you know, that it could all come together as one rather than it be the elite, the Bullet Club and all these different types of Bullet Club and Jay White brings them all together in some way because that's what we were seeing there, G.O.D. and Bullet Club fighting over two different clubs and Jay White said, nope, we're going to be one. 
And then Jeff Jarrett walks through, you know, with his with his trench coat and his cowboy hat and his guitar and says, I put it together all along. Just like he did. <laughs> to be honest, oh. it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> I booked this 30 years ago. Because what because once you're bully club, you're always bully club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that would be no, the thing when it Bullet Club standing on the stage, looking like looking like the best faction in the world, and proud that they've just accomplished this. And then Jeff Jarrett comes from behind, whacks Jay White over the head with a guitar, and said, "I'm the new leader." <laughs> and then and then Scott Demore drapes the Canadian flag over Jay White, and Bullet Club turns half Canadian. <laughs> new Team Canada. <laughs> Team Can Team Canada Club. I don't know. I'm kidding. We're we're this, we're getting off the rails here. No. Uh, yeah. To use isn't isn't Scott Scott still Bullet Club? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's why I said when, when, when Jeff when Jeff Jarrett went to Japan and AJ Styles was still part of it and um. Oh God, I can't even remember who was all still in it. But it was it was when AJ was still part of Bullet Club, and Scott Demore was there with Jeff Jarrett, and yeah, it was that was a fun time. That was crazy. That was nuts. That was, in fact, that was part of um, wasn't that a Wrestle Kingdom or something? Probably, yeah. That goes That's back. Point. Yeah. It just it was that was out of control, but that was fun. Still a lot of fun. And this, so this, yeah, th this is so Jay White, the Good Brothers, and Chris Bay are the new Bullet Club in Impact Wrestling, and God is left out in the cold. Ta uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa. Um, now they're on the roster page. And Jay White's on the roster page. So I feel like um I feel like this is gonna last and it makes it even feel more like I said, it makes it even feel more like Bullet Club is really sticking around in Impact Wrestling for a while. Hmm. And it also makes it feel like God they may they may have been left out in the cold in this. But I feel like they have an even bigger picture to themselves now to see what they want to do next. Obviously, there's going to be some fallout from this. But as far as what they want to, um, what they want to accomplish, I mean, obviously they still want Impact Wrestling belts. You know, they why wouldn't they want all the belts still? You know, I noticed right. This is another crazy thought, but given the fact of. Um... Jay White now aligning with the Good Brothers. Could we see EY come and make an offer to God? Oh, that'd be crazy. That would certainly expand their group. That'd be something. I just noticed, uh, Steve, that we got over seventy people watching right now. So, uh, if you're watching, don't forget to smash that like button and smash that sub button. And let's see, I'm double checking the Twitch page right now. I should have done this earlier, but I didn't because I'm not 
I am not the most professional guy at all times. <laughs> um, you can uh, you can gift a sub now for twenty percent off on Twitch right now. I just want to remind our lovely subscribers right now. <clears throat> yes, as Coach Keith says here, what the hell is the tickle the bell thing? You're you're on team. TNI UK. Can you explain this bell tickling thing? It's a little weird. It's I don't know. It's something go- Bison come up with. What's and, going on with Beefalo these days? He's I don't know. He likes his licks and tickles. I feel like that's a, that's going to be the new the new T-shirt to come out. Something about licks and tickles. That's that sounds like something he'd do. You know, it'd be a giant bison tongue and then with like a giant bell or something. I don't know. Uh, But anyways, smash that like button, folks. All right. We continue. Um, We're going on almost an hour. Bill should be getting in here soon. I'm trying to like, you know, slow it down a little. It's only two of us. Um, so, yeah, amazing tag. Anything else you want to say about the, the, the tag match itself? Um, well, main main one thing I will say is I thought Tama Tonga really impressed. I thought out of everyone, he stood out to me. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I guess another thing is I'm sure many of us will say who was watching the product, product about, I don't know, eight, you know, six, six, seven years ago, how much Tonga Tonga Loa has improved? Oh yeah, because when he left the WWE, he came in as what Micah, Micah from the Rising, yeah, and you yeah. could see he was very sort of green, and his Mike's skills were just okay, but yeah, you wouldn't believe it's the same same person. Yeah, it's, very charismatic. He and his yeah. not are they. Brothers? I always get that confused. Are they cousins or brothers? I don't know exactly. Okay. Someone in the channel correct me on that one, I'm sure. So, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, Yeah, we'll see. Certainly a lot of wild stuff going on in the tag division right Mm. now. Um, Man, the chat's going crazy right now. Love this. All right. So um, next we've got the uh, Impact Knockouts title on the line. Mickey James defending against Tasha Steeles. I got to say, dude, I was really hoping for Tasha Steeles to get the win here. And I love I love Mickey. Don't get me wrong. I love and respect Mickey. You know, hardcore country, you know, it's good stuff. But I really felt this was a time for Tasha to like I don't I'm not I'm not leaving her out in the mm. cold. I don't I don't think this is like her last like push. I'm sure she is going to be a knockouts champ someday. Tonight just wasn't her night. What did you think about this match, Steve? Yeah, I, I kind of felt felt the same like i really felt if they were going to push or you know pull the trigger on tasha then this was the moment however i had that nagging doubt that 
they maybe weren't going to go for it just with how the booking of the knockouts have been over the last sort of six months. Like I'll refer to Bound for Glory. We thought that Diana was winning that match and Mickey won it. You know, there's been a lot of kind of calls that we've met, everyone has made and it's gone the other way. So there's, there's, you had that nagging doubt that Mickey would win. Um, but I will say for those who don't, who weren't sure on Tasha, being top level talent then she proved those doubters wrong this was a fantastic back and forth match and a lot of it I felt Tasha actually carried you know Mickey was on the back foot I felt for a lot of it um I will say I didn't like the finish I felt felt that was a bit sort of too enforced but it does give Tasha uh, Tasha a, a reason to have another chance I think yeah and it it felt like it was a great a great back and forth match. I'm not surprised that Chelsea came out there. Like no. I, I'm seeing stuff about Chelsea in the chat now about you know turning heel. Something I've heard recently, and we've discussed this on the podcast in the last somewhere in the last few weeks. When Chelsea worked with Mickey James in the WWE. One of the things they wanted to do together, apparently, is do kind of a reboot, if you will, of the whole Mickey James Trish Stratus feud from what was that 15 years ago? 15 plus got me. It, it's it's a while back, it's mm. you know, it goes way back. It's when Mickey James first uh came into the WWE a long time ago, post. Um, TNA stuff, mm. but um, but that was her first feud. She played that crazy, psychotic fan, and I feel like we're on the cusp of getting that again with Chelsea yeah. Green and Mickey James. Like she's you know always she's always marking out like oh you know, mm. so so we'll see. Uh, Paul, okay, Paul here says two thousand four. That would be okay. The Bell's Boy says 2006. All right. So it's somewhere in there. It's, yeah. you know, mid 2000s. That's like right after. It's going to be um, about 18 years, sort of 18, 16 crazy, years. Crazy to think it's that long ago. But that was right after Mickey was in TNA because she was part of the um, Ravens. Ravens flock, yeah. Flock, whatever, what the flock was, oh, I forget, whatever. CM Punk was in it, Julio De Niro. Punk, De Niro, yes. Yeah. yeah. Crazy group. Fun stuff. Mm. And if you folks don't know, we do the throwbacks on Monday night. It was Tuesday. Now we moved it back to Mondays. So um, we just did... We just did episode 100 with the debut of Jeff Hardy. And we have a wild front row Bill joining us now. What is up? How's it going, guys? It's going, man. Yeah. We're, we're, we're chugging along here. I was hoping you get in here soon. I've been trying to slow it down because I didn't want to be at the very end and be like, oh, here's Bill. And we're going to rewind and do it all over again. But first of all, tell us the live experience. It was good. I thought the crowd was pretty into it. Um, they, uh, definitely, uh, different people got some 
unique reactions tonight, I would say. Uh, they're, <laughs> um, they're really, it was, it was different from a lot of the other crowds, this uh, New Orleans crowd uh, that we've seen lately. Uh, like, and you see near the end, there, there's definitely some acts that are more over than we usually see. So, yeah, it was good. It was, I thought people were into it. People were having a good time. It was, uh, it, like, it, it's that New Orleans feel. It's like a, a big Mardi Gras party, which is going on. I, on my way back, I saw a almost a conga line on the highway of parade floats going by. Oh, uh, wow. So, this is, this is the, I heard people saying, this is the this is the best uh, this this is the best parade all year. Uh, and and they were into it. I think people were having a good time. Um, it was uh, no, it was definitely the New Orleans. This is Impact versus Lucha Underground. I went to during Mania Week. That was the only time I've ever been to New Orleans. So this is my second time now. Um, oh, that was in New Orleans. That's right. That's yeah, right. that was during the New Orleans. They were supposed to have a house show circuit years ago, headlined by – oh, thank you, Jordan. Uh, thank headlined, you, Jordan, for the super sticker, brother. Yeah, it was headlined Appreciate by it. Jeff Hardy, and it was supposed to be like a Halloween New Orleans show. But then that loop got canceled. This is years ago. This is probably 2014-ish. Um, oh, okay. But, uh, no, it was good to see. Um, it it – and I don't know what people thought of the setup. I'm not sure how it looked on TV, um, but it's similar to what they've been doing at other venues. Although the lighting was different in this setup, it um, they had kind of some side lights that were a little different than normal, uh, more spotlights. Uh, but yeah. it was good. It felt like a bigger. It, it the lighting it was a made... bigger. Yeah, it was a bigger venue. It was a bigger venue. Like tall ceilings, much taller ceilings. You could have. The ultimate X be a hundred feet if you wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It, and it looked like one side didn't have a lot of people in it, but it still looked like a a, a pretty good. Size yeah, they crop. did like one heavy bleacher side, and the other side not really. I guess they okay. could have if they needed to. They could expand to that, but it's almost like those big kind of gyms where they section off areas. Yeah, uh, but I I thought it was good for their purposes for sure. Because I noticed, like, there was a lot of people in the second half of the show that were kind of piling in the back around the actual stage looking towards the ring. And I'm like, because it looked like there was, like, enough seats for people to sit down. I wouldn't, I wasn't sure exactly why there were so many people standing in, in the, like, you know, the, the back of the, the floor area. I don't know so if you saw it. They would have been, like, directly behind you okay. off to the... Some people like I, I. That's not unique to there. I've seen at other shows where okay. people just kind of there's that preference to stand to see over everything and okay. kind of hang near the back. So that that's probably what it is. I'll probably see some different uh, some different clips and all and get a better idea. But yeah. uh, no, no, no. I thought the crowd was uh, was pretty vocal, pretty loud for the most part. Good interaction with a lot of the talent, uh, talent going back at them. So. That, that's that always makes for a unique. And I know a lot of people were saying maybe a little bit down on the sales for the the New Orleans. Like maybe that's not a market. But you got to look at all these markets. Like there's going to be some that are home runs right off the bat. Like Louisville's looking like it's doing very well. Okay, and, and they've had some strongholds, Ohio Valley stuff like that. But that that looks like good. And and you're going to have some great first times, but. 
when I was in line to get in, there were people talking and these people knew TNA impact pretty good. Yeah. Like they were referencing old storylines and they're like, Oh yeah, I remember that Al show in 2009 or 2010. Yeah. Even if you don't have the biggest crowd, if you have a, a good crowd that's into it, you, you pick up, if you come back, maybe not next year, three years from now, those people, and there was a lot of young kids in there, which I'm always a big fan of, um, because those become the future fans that this company needs. So even when you're not like, oh, sell out in five minutes, that's great, but that's not always what you're looking for. You want to get new markets, and, and, and you want them to watch it on TV and on the YouTube. And thanks for the super stickers, guys. We Thank you, it. Anna. Thank you. Tremendous. Yeah, I just want to put this one back up here. Gabriella Valentine says, good evening, guys. Great to have finally found a great show that reviews impact pay-per-views. We do everything. We do We do the weekly show on Thursdays. We got a Team TNI UK. Steve's on the UK show that does Wednesday like a preview and, you know, a little bit from the week before and some news. And sometimes they have an interview stuff. Like Vincent? Like now on the roster? Vincent, who is, yes, yeah, that was the last one. By the way, that was a fun interview, guys. Um, great stuff. That, great stuff. Um, he came off as just a, a cool, casual guy. And let's see, what else? Um, we do the throwback on Mondays. We just did episode 100. So we're on our way to, I don't remember how many there are, 118 or whatever it is. So. I think it's even less, maybe 112. Like, I don't think there's a lot left. It's definitely one teens. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So. But nonetheless, yes, we're on our way to the end of the asylum days. And we've, we've reviewed them all. So thanks for joining us. Hope you, hope you stick around. Stick around. Um, so we were up to the impact knockouts match, and I don't want to go back and ask you about every single match that we already covered, but I'll ask you um what was the highlight of the show um for you? Hmm. Highlight of the show. Obviously, the, the main was really good. Oh, that um, was insane. Like, a lot of stuff going on there. A lot, a lot of craziness. And you knew, I, like, you kind of felt it, like, as soon as Eddie got taken out earlier in the night where, where that was going. Uh, um, like, all of our, like, a, we, thought, we thought that could happen. But yeah. it seemed like, because yeah, Macklin was the too obvious. Eddie made a lot of sense. But then it's like, well, maybe outside the box, Saban or somebody mm. not even associated. Um, but though that, but that was really good. Moose and Morrissey was really good. It uh, was big hoss fight, big hoss fight, big men slapping meat. Can't get wrong. An impact. And we just got done talking about all the bullet club stuff between Jay winning and then Jay coming back for the tag team match. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. Like it, I know when we were talking on the show, like I had a feeling this wasn't, you weren't going to see any title changes, but there was going to be some shenanigans. Mm. I did not see that one coming, but that just, I guess that means Good Brothers showing back up in AEW as well, I'm guessing, with some kind of story, because I can't imagine this is just an impact storyline. 
Like they just turn their back on half of the bull club. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's it it puts it puts the good brothers officially back in the bullet club and it also feels like the bullet club has even more of a foothold in the company now and it's not just all right these guys are showing up for a few dates and then they're leaving you know mm-hmm. um it makes me wonder a little bit about god but it's certainly uh, you know they have a whole you know, they're not part of Bullet Club anymore, so they're free to do whatever. You know, it's I'm sure they want to keep after the um, Impact titles now. You know, and get the revenge on Bullet Club. But it, it could get real interesting because I just saw um, David Finley was interviewed and mentioned goals for 2022, and he's still referencing going after the Impact Tag Titles. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yes, like we, we figured Juice is a free agent. We're not really going to see the guys anymore. I think you're going to see them show back up again in the near future. So it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, like the, the, I think this New Japan, especially with the new Access TV episodes coming soon, there's going to be a real push with these angles. And after seeing tonight, that was a huge angle that just happened on Impact Television. Well, honestly, the biggest takeaway for the wrestling world, the not the impact world, is probably the Bullet Club angle. Because that's huge. And it was done on Impact TV. Well, Impact Plus TV. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so the, the future's wide open. This is just getting crazier. Um, it's it's exciting. Yeah, like I said, no one saw this coming, you know? Just, just, just wild. Um, oh, someone in the uh, chat when I asked you about uh, highlights and stuff, I'll, I'll talk about one more thing and then we'll continue on with our card that we're, we're where we're at. Um, first match of the night, Jake something becoming oh, number yeah. one X division contender. I don't think any of us picked Jake, nope. and, and he's. This is what Impact does. Everybody was saying, oh, no direction for Jake. What, what What's the deal with Jake? He's even going to be an Impact in the near right. future. All of a sudden, he's on a little bit of a winning streak. Um, and he's getting oh, big wins. Big wins. Like, he's doing this feud with Ace right now and Madman. But it's it's interesting to see this push for Jake. Uh because Mike Bailey's there. I feel like I said the other day, Ace is going to have this big coming out party at some point where he like takes over the X Division again. But it didn't feel like it was time. I thought it'd be Bailey, but he didn't get hurt in this match. Uh, but this was definitely the push for Jake something. And will it result? Will, will he get all the way to the title? Will he beat Trey at some point? Maybe. Because Jake, he looked really good in the match, too. Like, he fit in great with those guys tonight. Yeah, sadly, all I saw was the very end of the match, like the last 30 seconds, like like just reminding myself, oh, who's all in this? I was getting situated, my snack, drink, whatever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Jake won. And I was like, what? Wait a minute. You know, it's, 
<laughs> well, there was some sick uh, bumps outside the ring. Like at one point, mm-hmm. I thought I wasn't sure if Mike Bailey broke his nose. Um, it looked like there may have been a little little color. Um, but Chris Bay, Ace, Mike Bailey, Jake, then Trey. Good to see him back in action during the the pre show. I think the X division is in good hands right now, and I think we said it way back. Jake going into the X division, best thing for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's something it's it's a direction you wouldn't think of him going, but it just um it gives him a purpose, you know? It's cool. I like it. So now yeah. we because we already talked about you already talked about the honest match, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, what did you think of um Miranda Alice? Yeah, Miranda Alize. Thank you. Well, yeah. I didn't say the name the other night, but I thought it was going to be a Ring of Honor person. And she is. She, that's who Roxy beat, right, in the, the tournament that ended? She was in there. Yeah. she was. I think I, she was the final opponent. So that kind of makes sense. But also, earlier in the Panini, um, when I was out at GCW, um, when they did their like closed set show, in Vegas, um, there was a show after that, um, and it was a all women's wrestling show. Oh, that's right. And I think all, I told yeah. you guys at the time, D'Lo Brown showed up and was kind of watching, and I think scouting talent. And who's the one person I saw him talking to? Miranda Alice. Oh, okay. So I thought they had interest, but then she wound up going to Ring of Honor. In yeah. the meantime, uh, but that obviously we know Delo's job is really part of it is to bring in people like this. He's the so head of talent. He's head of talent. Yeah, yeah so. he's talent relations guy. Yeah, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. There's a Ring of Honor connection plus, and I'm guessing Ring of Honor is like, well, our champion she beat. Here's the person that she beat to become champion. Yeah, and maybe you'll see some more Ring of Honor, but I didn't think there'd be that big. Like the tie of Valkyrie type, unless yeah. it was a dirty finish, and we were going to get a few dirty finishes tonight. Yeah, I see a lot of people in the chat talking to Gabriel and Valentine. Yeah, by all means, uh, number one, thank you for welcoming her, giving her a lot of love. Uh, by all means, yeah, check out the links in the description. There is a Discord invite. I saw, I think I saw Courtney talking about the Discord. Uh, by all means, if you're sick of social media being toxic, we have a great community that we've built in uh, our discord and it's, it's not all impact wrestling. There's a lot of other little things in there. So don't feel like you got to join the discord. And the only thing you can talk about is impact wrestling. No, there's, there's, you'll see all the channels lined up there. You can talk about whatever, you know, Uh, even outside wrestling sports, miscellaneous, um, you know, show off your merch, whatever, you know, well, great community. what you're saying. And, and it is like the TNI community is a great community that you won't likely see anywhere else, but I got to give credit to all the impact fans, not even outside of here. I, I think the, the impact community for what the TNA fan and impact fan has gone through over 20 years, there's, Definitely a camaraderie among those fans. Like they're very welcoming. They're not mm-hmm. good. They don't go like they're not like the more, as you say, toxic fan bases because 
let's be honest, Impact and TNA has been picked on by everybody for a lot of their existence. Oh, yeah. So everybody thin is pretty, the skin is thick over here. No thin skin yeah. TNA Impact fans to our knowledge. So like going at the shows, I think it's like a big party. Like I think all the people there get along. Yeah. Like at a lot of some other shows, you go to some of these shows, you're like, eh, like there's sections. It's like, uh, they're, they're cool. They're not <laughs> like here, here though. I think everyone kind of, yeah, everybody gets along, which is great. You're all there for one purpose. You're supporting the brand, support right? The brand. Maybe exactly. sometimes someone brings you in or something, but I think those people become fans by the end of the night. Yeah. Cause most people that always go after impact don't watch it. Right. Yeah. And then they sneak into, you know, Chats like this and go, see ya. <laughs> Not here, pal. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, we were just getting started to talk about the uh, the knockouts match. Mickey James defending against Tasha Steeles. Uh, let's go back to Steve. What did you uh, What did you think of this? I might have asked yeah. you already, but I don't remember. So, please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought the match was fantastic. Um, I thought Tasha proved that she belonged in the main event um, and providing that now she belongs at the top of the card. Um, I thought the finish was a bit, you know, as soon as you as soon as you saw Chelsea come out, you felt Mickey was retaining and I felt the spot was a bit too awkward. Um, you know, I felt there was enough time for Chelsea to get off the ring apron it felt a bit i don't know it just felt a bit like something was off so yeah for me i thought it was a fantastic match but i kind of sighed at the end <laughs> yeah you know we really wanted um there's a bunch of you know tasha fans in our crew and uh and we love mickey like i said but yeah. um we, we really see a future champ in tasha steals she's really yeah. You know, it's, it's nothing against Mickey winning. I think it was just the way that the finish happened. That's more the more the kind of issue. I hear you. I hear you, Bill. What do you think? I I, I thought it was a good match. Um, Tasha, like I was, I think she will be champ in the future. Mm. I didn't think she'd be champ now, and I see some people in the chat saying it too. I think this is a great title run right now that Mickey's been having. Like this, it, it may be her best title run. And impact TNA. She really um, is. She's she's, she's she's really taking it, and and goes beyond in the ring. We know what happened with the Royal Rumble and all that, but I'm talking just she's the face of the promo tours right now. Her Diana are doing all these going to the cities ahead of time, mm -hmm. getting buzz. So kudos to her, Moose. Uh, like I said, Diana, like they're really putting in the work for the company right now. Uh, they're all about the brand and. She's a great ambassador for the product. There's no doubt, but she's bringing it in the ring, like Tasha and her. I thought it was a pretty darn good match, and I, I think we all kind of knew Chelsea was going to have a, a, a some type of purpose in this match. Yeah. But I, I think we were leaning it could be the full heel turn tonight for Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and I thought when Mickey inadvertently hits her out, technically she knocked her off the apron, um, but they were all buddy buddy about it. There they were hugging on the on the ground in front of me, but at the end, right? That will just lead. It's that long term storytelling that Impact's known for. 
where oh, yeah. her and Chelsea are still going to be friends probably for like another two months before they have a blow off at Slammiversary probably for the title. Yeah. And, and I was saying to Steve right before you showed up and, and we we've talked about this too on the, on the show that when Chelsea was working with Mickey in WWE, didn't they want to do like a re a redo thing of like the old Trish Mickey James thing from, I believe so. I believe all the rumors out there. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like this is the quiet beginnings of that. Cause you can see how Chelsea's, you know, she's marking out. She's like, Oh, she's so excited. You know, it's like, Oh, there it is. There's the start of it. If, if it's, it's beginning here. <laughs> you know, if you didn't see it in the last couple of weeks, now you can see it. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating mm-hmm. at the end. It was totally there. But uh, but yeah, a lot fun match. Biggie mm. James still has it. I mean, yeah, she beat one of the best women uh, not too long ago in Deanna Perrazzo, but constantly looking over her shoulder, taking care of Savannah Evans. She did that spin kick to Savannah Evans, like like that. That literally felt like it came out of nowhere. Like whoa. It just, it just that one almost blew me out of my seat. Amazing, good stuff there. Mickey James wins. Um, yeah, this this certainly isn't over between Tasha and her. I feel, mm. but there's a there's a bigger picture now with with this Chelsea Green thing. So we'll see where we'll see where it all goes. Uh, we got the Impact World Title match next. Morrissey versus Moose. Um, man, if you're if you're on the Morrissey train, um, and if you're not, get on it because this guy deserves some love. This was an amazing uh, big man match. This Hoss fight. We had a, we had a few Hoss fights tonight. Uh, but this one certainly felt like it it blew the roof off. Um, Bill, what would you think of Morrissey versus Boos? Now, this was uh, this match was hot from the get-go, uh, from the entrances on. And did you notice Morrissey, like he normally does the different shades of jeans with his Tims? He went black Timberlands tonight. He was Black <laughs> jeans. He had black jeans. Je- yeah, someone in the... Mm. I was watching it on the YouTube, and so I was commenting along in the the YouTube chat and the the inside the Ultimate Insiders, and someone whoever was running the Impact chat said something about his black jeans, and I I typed I, I didn't know how people were gonna take this, but the first thing that came to my mind was black jeans matter, so I just typed it. No one responded to it, but I just thought it was funny. But well, when it was <laughs> black jeans, I thought. Could those be world title jeans? Uh, right. Because he normally goes with a shade of blue. Uh, he wasn't. So um, it would not have shocked me. Uh, like th- this was probably the closest I was to maybe a title change going into this card. Um, but I still thought Moose would win. But the, the, I, he now with the Josh unknown out there, uh, he could be the one that wins. He could be the one that wins this. Not maybe Slamversary. Yeah. Could be. Steve, what do you think of this big Haas fight? 
yeah, like Bill said, you know, it started hot with Moose giving two spears to Morrissey right from the get go, and it was from then from then it was just a game of can you top this, wasn't it? Um, you know, both both men kind of it was it was kind of interesting just find trying to find ways out of the finishers, wasn't it? You had the feet under the ropes. You had Morrissey rolling out of the ring, ring a couple of times. So they got very creative in this match as well. Um, but yeah, Moose getting the win here was um, was I think the right call. I think this does does a lot for Moose because it's only the second pin that Morrissey's taken since he's been in the company. So this really does a lot for Moose. Um, and one more thing I'll add is we used to always say how much we loved Callus on commentary when he was here in the company and how much he added. I'll say the same about Brian Myers. I can have Myers on commentary or every single match. He's a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he throws little snide things in here. Bill, when you have the chance, you're going to have to go back and uh, watch this match. It Was it only this match that Myers was in on? Yeah, he was out there just for this match, but I was laughing throughout it. I really was. Yeah, I was. It was crazy. <laughs> well, he was very proud of himself when he walked out to do the commentary and when he walked back. He's like, yep, yep, yep. Pretty, pretty easy day for me. Pretty <laughs> certainly easier than that match against uh, Morrissey. Um, no, uh, no appearance from any uh, uh, new learning tree members. Well, or- it was already a really full card. I think that would be tomorrow. All those. Speaking of maybe a learning tree member that we could see some point, um, working the merch table was Sam Beal. Not Sam Beal. Oh, Gut check winner. Shogun. Oh, nice. So he, he was looking. He was looking like he was ready, as uh, Bison would say, like a uh, uh, guns John Burden and him could uh, get in a match here. Uh, he was looking ready to do some damage. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you see him in the future TV yeah. tapings. If if not out of this on the next set, he's looking, he looks ready to go, Shogun. Been waiting for some Shogun for ages. Yeah, that's that's been a couple of years now since that cup check, wasn't it? Yeah, it was obviously bad timing with everything going well, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I think he's probably been fine-tuning stuff, so I, I would, would not be shocked if you see him in the – in the near future they probably just told him just keep working and get healthy and yeah yeah because i mean he kind of i don't want to say he looked out of shape but he wasn't it didn't look like he was in the best shape but he was certainly a, a bigger guy you know mm-hmm. so but yeah he that's to great to hear. Down, didn't he, which helped i think great great to hear yeah mm-hmm. um so yeah moose retains this was a lot of fun beats him yeah. with a spear classic um, I'll tell you the, the the moose repertoire in this episode. The uh, that well this this match was he probably did everything multiple times. The only thing he does sometimes that he didn't do was the Spanish fly, which someone may have died if he gave Morrissey a Spanish fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say I didn't call for it when he went up to the top rope and did the superplex. I'm yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, that was scary. I was like, oh, man. When, he when can't he, teach that. 
when he jumps up there and lands on the top rope, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. He jumped up there. I'm like, is he going Spanish fly? Because that's normally what he does. But then he did the, he did that because he, that would have been, the superplex was crazy to pull off. So, but now he was, he, he, he brought, they both brought it tonight. Yeah. Great, great big man fight. And it really showed how good Morrissey is and his charisma too. I mean, he really, yeah, I I I run this back honestly. Um, maybe you backburner this for a while, but if Josh is not in the picture to have his redemption title shot in the near future, whenever Moose drops the belt, which I don't want to see happen for a while, it's got to be Morrissey that takes it. Yeah, it it feels like his like. His run in Impact Wrestling has been nothing but inspirational, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he came from a really – for the folks that don't know, Morrissey came from pretty dark place in his wrestling uh, career when he left the WWE. When he, when he hit the indies, he hit them hard, and um, he went downhill quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill, you were there firsthand for the, um, yeah, the, the one, show. yeah, um, yeah, that was sad, you know. And he he disappeared for like a year or more, and then got himself in incredible shape. He found uh, DDP, and he helped him. In fact, I think he's still dating DDP's daughter. I'm guessing. Um, not a bad thing. He's, uh, he's really turned himself around, and he's absolutely proved himself on in this brand. Now, he has the look, the skill, like just like Moose does. That's mm-hmm. a face of the company, Morrissey. Um, you just look at him, and you're like, wow, that guy's – like that. that I, I say this with the big guys a lot of the time. You go to wrestling not to see the guy down the street wrestle. Like the guy that looks like the guy down the street, you want to see these monsters that you know that you can't see. Like these guys are make believe out there, uh, yeah. like huge, crazy people doing these things that are just insane. Um, and those guys are are doing it. That the main event in Impact is very, very good right now uh, with these two guys at the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yeah. a bad thing. And one thing I noticed, and I don't know if anyone else has seen this, something that was very prominent in the YouTube chat while I was watching this, they called the Morrissey Ledge because they said that he was like a better version of Edge. And I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, that's quite the compliment. Or they said yeah. something like that. So I don't know if you've ever heard them. someone call Morrissey Ledge. You ever heard that? No, Steve. No. Okay. Right. And that's must be a YouTube chat thing. But anyways, um, <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Uh, I guess I, it, it could be, who knows what, like seeing him in person, he hasn't done a lot, but there was one of the Nashville tapings where like every time he did a move, he'd go, yeah. So then like, I, like I was for a while, I was calling him like the yeah guy. Um, but it's whatever he's feeling like, he just gets into it. Like that, that, and he had he was made through some of those feuds, like the Eddie Edwards feud and stuff, like really got him to a place that he's doing the stuff with Moose. Maybe it's just down to his look. And his looks, 
obviously awesome that look he like <laughs> I know I like how some people call them like a uh, tall edge or big edge uh, yeah. because of how similar they look. Uh, but that's the look of a superstar. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And never it, held out. Never held edge back. Right. Edge always looked like a superstar. You know. Oh, here, yeah. Terrence is talking this. Oh. Ledge stickers on the YouTube chat. So that's very over on the YouTube chat. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know who was running the YouTube chat tonight, but it was it was funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <clears throat> Props to whoever's whoever yeah, was running. Sometimes they can be quite amazing. They they had a good sense of humor. I noticed that because I I usually don't go in the YouTube chat too much. Yeah, you know? depends who's in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last but certainly not least, the main event here: ten uh, man tag team Impact Wrestling versus Team Honor. No more. The stipulation is is uh, if Honor No More wins, they stay in Impact Wrestling. So Team Impact consisting of now that Eddie Edwards is out, you had Chris Saban, Macklin, Rhino, uh, Rich Swan, and the Mac. Um, the Mac, Willie Mac. I, mm. I still call him the Mac back from Lucha Underground days. Excuse me. Uh, Team Honor No More, consisting of Taven, King, PCO, Bennett, and Vincent. And of course, flanked at ringside by Maria Canales. Um, man, it, this is this is one you could say right off the bat, everybody got their shit in. This was nuts. I mean, there were there were points in this match where it was very under control. The ref certainly had his hands full. Was it Hebner? I think it was Hebner. Yeah, Hebner was the main event. And, and it, good placement. Like, Daniel Spencer had some great matches tonight. He had the world title match. And the Good Brothers versus uh, Gorillas of Destiny It's on his card. Uh, Brandon Toll has some big, like a lot of big matches tonight. So, uh, but you had there had this main event, and obviously there's there's a bump in this main event for the ref. So, <laughs> it wasn't easy sledding for the ref. No, um, and I don't. I, I I was looking at something else for a split second and missed how it happened. Obviously, somebody you know plowed into him or something. Um, Macklin into him. Oh, Macklin did. Okay. Um, I think it was shortly after, you know, everybody started like diving to the outside and there was all these high spots and PCO jumped off a few times and, uh, and that was right in front of you, Bill. That had to be a lot of fun. <laughs> it was, it was. Yeah, well, you guys know, I've been a big PCO fan for a while. Uh, when he had that renaissance on the Indies, uh, I was able to see him quite a few times, like the GCW and all. And that guy at his age, what he does is nuts. Because you think of someone like when you saw tonight, he does that almost every match he's in, and <laughs> it's crazy spots for like a, a twenty-year-old kid to do these spots, but right. a fifty-four-year-old man doing these spots is just crazy. And it looks like every time you're like, "Oh my gosh, he killed himself. He's dead. He broke something." <laughs> And he just pops up, body da, because right. um, And you see the crowd, by far the most over guy in that match. 
either side, PCL. Yeah, I mean, there were PCO chants yeah. during the match. There's always PCO chants. Like, yeah. I can't I, I PCO a lot. Um, I tried to go with the heart. I was like, Team Impact. But, yeah, I, I said it the other night. I wanted – I like everybody on that team, Honor No More. Maria yeah. and Mike are two of my favorites. Right. And Taven looks like, like a star, in my King, opinion. I always talk about Kenny King, the king of the night, two-time mm-hmm. exhibition champion. So – this team, bring them on, and we'll get into Eddie's stuff in a little bit. But um, I can't – like I said, I think for impact and for storyline purposes, if they lost and it was over, that's the hottest – that's one of the hottest storylines they had going. Mm-hmm. Needed them. They had to win. That's what I'm thinking almost. Maybe Eddie's not the bad guy we're thinking he is in all this. At first, I'm like, oh, Eddie, no, Eddie, why, why? I saw, <laughs> I saw your reaction. If when you if you watch it back, you are right there, right right in the corner of the screen. There's your you're, you're like, we see you doing that. <laughs> that was my initial reaction, but then I thought about it, and I'm like, maybe for the good of impact, like a snake. Eddie's like, we need these guys. We need new blood. Hmm. Huh. Maybe not though, but but, but I'm like I, I I like Eddie too much. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here. Mm-hmm. This this is They're obviously ripping out my heart. Th- this is going to lead up to a bigger something versus this crew, especially Eddie. And I'm seeing a lot of people in the chat talking about the return of one Sammy Callahan. That would yeah. be. That'd be weird, like Eddie's heading the heel crew and Sammy's heading the face crew. Oh. Like Josh Alexander and company. That's that'd be crazy. Because mm-hmm. we know those two damn near killed each other, what, two years ago? It was a feud that wouldn't end between those two. Cause it all started with the infamous baseball bat. Oh, yeah, as we asked critical thing said. Yeah. Bump that. Sammy needs to reintroduce him to the slugger. Oh. <laughs> oh, and they wow. do have in Louisville their name in this set of tapings. What, what, like Louisville Slugfest or something like that. Oh, jeez. That would be a fitting time for that return. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, and I guess, I mean, I've heard little bits and pieces of Sammy, but I haven't heard a ton. Uh, he's back to doing his. Uh, yeah, he's rehabbing. Mm. Yeah, he's back to doing his uh, Ultimate Insider shows, uh, whatever it's called, where he's doing his interviews and his. He shows matches from his own shows during these things too, which I think is pretty cool. So if you want to see some different wrestling, some hot indie stuff from uh, one of Sammy's shows, check. And out. you know what? If you go to the Revolver show, um. I forget which one. It was Tales from the Ring, the last Tales from the Ring, the one I went to in Iowa. And if you want to see Eddie as a heel in the recent history, when he teamed up with Davy Richards there, mm. they were heels. Really? Who did they Because remember, they were supposed to go against Moxley and Sammy. Oh, yeah. But then Sammy got hurt. 
Yeah. So it was supposed to be Switchblade Conspiracy versus the Wolves, and the Wolves were going to be the heels in that match. Oh, that's if if you have to make someone heels, that's easy because Sam and Mox is going to be over. No, they, the would, they would be, yeah, too over like Rover. So blow the so there there was a little tease of him on the Indies once again, sort of like Cardona went from the Indies to Impact. Maybe, but once again, that's the only time I've seen Eddie do anything near being here since he's been an impact. Mm. Yeah, he had that little kind of tweener moment, like, like sort of eight, year, five, six years ago, didn't he? But beyond that, he's never gone full on heel. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, the the only sort of down, like the only kind of iffy moment for me was you you bringing in like whoever this person was that you assumed was going to turn up you wanted them you assumed they were going to be the leader of this group and for me eddie's someone who is notably one of the best wrestlers on the roster but he's never been he's never been known for being one of the best talkers and a leader is someone who's got to be a talker you feel yeah, he's Thursday's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sure, and I'm sure he's going to get a lead spot as far mm. as he's going to get some mic time. And he's never, I mean, he's certainly always come across as charismatic. Mm. But when you think of top mic, yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. You're, you think of top mic guys in the company. Eddie Edwards does not come to mind, but he is absolutely heart and soul. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, I'm hoping he now proves us wrong and c- cuts some of the best mic work that he's ever cut, and really, you know, really does does prove us all wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I feel there's there's more to it. I mm. I think there could be another. Like I know a lot of people have thrown the ideas before, like maybe Scott Demore's in on it, maybe. Ian Riccoboni's in on it. Carrie Silken. And he um, wasn't there tonight in the main event. No, no. Uh, yeah, there, to my knowledge, yeah, nobody, nobody, Ring of Honor management showed up. I just hope this goes better than when EY turned for, for the GFW invasion. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, because that, that, was, that was a mess, and then he had to come back to the impact locker room like, I made a mistake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I was actually at the um I was at the Appleton show where EY stole the King of the Mountain title from Jeff Jarrett. Mm. Crazy. Yeah, it was certainly a fun show, kind of a weird spot, yeah. but yeah. yeah. I was rooting for EY tonight. <laughs> What really? <laughs> but no, we've got five new, well, six if you include Maria, new new members of the roster, and they all add something different. They do. Yeah, they they really do. You get someone, and I'm still blown away by Vincent. Like he's it's, quite it's, the enigma. It, it it's his movement in the ring. You know, just when he's walking towards someone, it's the. <laughs> You know, it, it's 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 so unique. Yeah. yeah, and then you got the tag team of Taven and Bennett, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, PCO is, he's also kind of an enigma. You never know what he's going to do next. He's a mystery. He's a, he's a big guy that just flies all over the place. And uh, Kenny King always bringing it, you know, he can you know be what? singles or an <laughs> attack yeah. team. I will, I will say, I, will say Miller's, I, I thought of that as well. I did think of that too, but I thought it's a lot of Oh, decade. Yeah. I just don't see him come back on stage, even though it, it, it was something I thought of myself. That is, that is interesting. He yeah. is a very connected ring of honor guy too. Yeah. 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 He certainly has a lot of history there. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people, like you said. You know, Chris Saban. I mean, I half wondered if we would see Alex Shelley. They could go in that direction. There's no doubt. They, they could have. That's why, like Eddie, seemed a possibility. Mm-hmm. But man, it's like to put him fully in that like heel persona is surprising. That impact pulled the trigger. As you see, other companies, mm-hmm. Eddie's one of the biggest faces. Yeah, and. It's tough to have faces, strong yeah. faces in wrestling. Um, because there was always that age old Cena thing like, turn them heel, turn them heel. They never turn them heel. Um, because you can always, at the end of the night, be like, get Eddie on the microphone. Maybe I know you're talking about promo work, but put them to the crowd and get the crowd going. Be like, send the fans home happy. Like yeah. Eddie, Eddie getting them all riled up. Yeah. Now, if Eddie's the face of the heels, that's that's a whole new thing. So that's so yeah. kudos for making and that that it, it, and it was a character for sure. Probably yeah. add some dimension to it, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's that's a risk when you do that, and they're they're yeah. taking it, especially if they don't know the situation of Josh, because that could be two top baby faces. Yeah, who's the baby faces on the roster? That, but you look at who's who, who are people cheering right now at the at the shows? Mm-hmm. They're cheering Moose. They're yeah. cheering more. I don't think we were supposed to cheer Morrissey at first. <laughs> now he sort of is a face, but yeah. he wasn't really coming off that way. Yeah. No, they are turning him slowly face, I think, aren't they? Because he, yeah. he has will win the title when he's full face. Yeah. He he has kind of a tweener persona right now, just kind of a big badass, similar to like a stone cold, you know, obviously minus the beer, because you know because <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey's sober. He mapped some beers. Oh yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, so someone in the chat uh, talking about uh, putting Samoa Joe uh, in that room. Mm. That, that, that'd be interesting. I mean, uh, he, he is going in the Ring of Honor Hall of Fame, so he is going to be making some rounds soon. I'm, I'm, I, I kind of wonder where he's going to be putting a foothold. I mean, he's had a long career. Um, you gotta feel. You gotta. You gotta think he's on. Certainly on the the, the latter half of his career. So um, I don't know. You know, we'll see. Twentieth well, year, twentieth anniversary year brings Mojo home for a few appearances. It's not a horrible idea. But would he be Team Ring of Honor or be Team Impact? That is the question. He's done both, and he did them both well. He's a former world champ, both both places. Aries, Aries, or one of my all-time favorites. How about CM Punk? Oh, that's enough, Oh, sorry. (laughs) You went too far. Um, 
But yeah, any last thoughts on this show? I feel like they really knocked it out of the park. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, they had to follow up. They, they had a great event in Hard to Kill, and it was like, well, how are you going to follow it up? And they followed it up. <laughs> they gonna they hit it hit hit it out the home run again. Yeah, they we're now talking about the Impact Plus monthly specials getting closer to on par with the the big four that they do. I think that's the testament to what was one night only shows. Yeah. Not that long ago. Um, The Anthem era decided to get the more theming and the more canon that what happens on these shows. Like, because remember one night only people didn't have titles. It was just like matches. It was random. It was concepts like Joker's wild and things like that. Um, but now there's, it's all canon. Like these all flow together, um, and they're doing big matches on these shows. Um, but the one thing we're changes. Doing, they, they've done titles. They don't do a lot of title changes, but right. it's the same as like on TV, the occasional title change. Mm-hmm. And we'll see which ones they have. But with the live aspect, that's that's what's huge now that they're doing these shows live. Mm. Yeah. So it gets the feel of the big shows because you don't have spoilers. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's great. It's great to have a show like this live and then you get a a day or two of tapings depending on, you know, who's available and and what's going on. Um, So, uh, but yeah, thanks Bill for making it in tonight. Uh, Bill on the road, front row. If you watch the show tonight, I know you saw him. He was right there at the, Right there at the ramp, at the bottom of the ramp there. So plenty of plenty of front row bill on the screen tonight. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to see what comes out of this. There is so much going on at Impact Wrestling right now. You've got the world, um, the world title scene is hot with Moose. What's next for him? The tag division is gonna be on fire with uh all this new honor no more stuff, the bullet club fallout. Um, so that's all mixed in with the stable slash tag division. So that's all over the place right now. The knockouts are hot. The X division's on fire. You got a new number one contender. I can't wait for Thursday. It's going to be bonkers. Yeah, we know there will be a tag match on Thursday. Yes. Yeah, that is one thing that they pretty much confirmed is you're going to have Trey and the new number one contender, Jake something, versus Ace and what we thought at first was going to be Fulton, but now it's Ace and, well, I'm sure Fulton's going to be there still, but it's going to be Ace and uh, Speedball Speedball Mike Bailey trying to veer him mm-hmm. to the dark side. There, I got that veer in. Oh, so there's no way you could veer him. <laughs> you were getting Speedball chance, weren't you? So. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, hell of a show. Thanks. We had a, some great numbers tonight. Thanks for, uh, you know, what, wherever you watched, it's all appreciated. Uh, all the tippers tonight, no matter what it was, thank you so much. Um, if you're digging the content, like I said, smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of our content hits your Screen, thank you, Bill. Thank you, Steve, from all the way across the pond. Oh, God. It's the sun's up. Go to bed. 
<laughs> crazy. Crazy. Not quite yet. It's still winter. Yeah, right. Oh, this is true. Yeah. Well, then, so winter is coming there. Just <laughs> No, we, we get you know it's because of the hedgehog. We get like ten more months of winter. All right, that's enough. We're out of here. Thank <laughs> you. We'll be back tomorrow night for the uh, the Patreon. Yeah, join the Patreon. Uh, that link is in the description if you want to help support the show. The Sunday night family dinner Patreon show is tomorrow night. I'm sure we'll get some more people from the crew talking about the show tomorrow night. Monday, we've got. The throwback, we'll do, what is it, uh, NWA TNA 101 we'll be talking about. And then back on Wednesday, we got Team TNI UK, Simply Steve, a part of that, along with Joker and Bison, all Beefalo there, uh, doing their midday show, midday for the U.S., about 6 p.m. if you're in the U.K. And then come back here Thursday for the, uh, the the main Impact Wrestling live reaction and the review right afterwards where we get uh, more crew members in here. Thanks again, everyone. Take care. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. Bring dessert. Later. <laughs>